Ladies and gentlemen, the moment is here. The main event of the evening. I'm Jeremiah Gallegos, your world-class ring announcer, to introduce Soap Boxing Podcast. And now, to introduce your host, Derek, a.k.a. Coach. And across the ring, introducing Matty Fresh. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's golden time. Time to tune in. Hey guys, this is Coach Derek. I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Pueblo Boxing. Y'all be sure to check out uh, Pueblo Boxing. They have unique and high quality boxing gear and novelty gifts. You can find the gear at soloboxing.com. That's S-O-L-O boxing.com. Check it out, man. They do quality work. One thing we know for sure about Wally, you know, yeah, yeah, he hit you clean. Right. <laughs> and, and, and. His wall whooped the whole world twice. The whole world. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Fred. Welcome to a special edition of the Podcast. My very first showdown sound off. Excited to have uh, two great fighters uh, on the show today. We're going to be discussing their upcoming fight on the uh, next Fight Up show, November 28th. It's going down live in Houston. The uh, uh, Arabia Shrine Center, if you can make it live, if not, uh, there are going to be pay-per-view options. Uh, so we're super excited. We want to get this show started. We're bringing to you live today the Houston hitman Robert Redman and Antonio Wachtel. They're going to be going up for the junior welterweight title, the ABO junior weight, I mean junior welterweight uh, title on November 28th. Gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're super excited. We are less than uh, six days away. How y'all feeling? Feeling good. Yeah, y'all look good, man. Y'all look in shape. Y'all been training. Good deal, man. Uh, Antonio, man, it's good to have you uh, back on the show. Uh, I'm not sure if, uh, if you remember, but we had you on the show briefly when you were on the uh, Altigny show. Uh, we saw you perform live. It was a great show. You did a great job, and you stopped by uh, to chat with us afterwards. Uh, 
So uh, how you feeling, my man? Thanks for coming back. I feel good. Thank y'all for bringing me back. Feel great. For sure. For sure. So, <clears throat> Robert, how you feeling, my man? Uh, I'm feeling good, man. Focused and ready. Good, good. Hey, listen. So we uh, let's jump right into it, man. We have. Uh, had a year off of boxing. Antonio, it's been a year for you that you've been uh, uh, inactive. As, as you know, as many of the boxers have been, this pandemic has really uh, put a, a dance on everything. And why don't you take a minute and you know, just tell us how you've been doing this past year and, and how this kind of, uh, this fight came about and how you, uh, you've been preparing for it. Well, this past year, I've been getting ready for fights. I had a fight. Um, well, I had like three fights. They all got canceled. So from no, from my last fight in November all the way up until like May, I was in training camp for three different fights, but they kept getting canceled and pushed back. And then in, I think May 30th, my fight I was supposed to have, it got canceled due to the uh, pandemic. So ever since then, I've still been in the gym, still run, still work out. And then July 11th, me and Robert was a fight then. And then that for sure got canceled. I remember that fight. You guys were set up to fight, and then at the last minute, it just it, it fell apart, huh? Yeah, and I also had rhabdo, so I think that's what, what? I had rhabdo. I caught rhabdo like a week or whatever, but what it worked out that the whole show got canceled. Yeah. Rhabdo is like, basically, I think it came from me. I was in training camp for eight months straight, nonstop, so I was working out six days plus working, doing everything, so I never took a break. And I think that broke my body down. Rhabdo is like comes from when your muscles break down and it builds up in your bloodstream, and then it goes to your kidneys to where I was just I was just going. And then when I got the they called about rival fight, that just gave me more motivation to keep going. I didn't take a break from training, basically. And that kind of yeah. down. But and how you feeling now? I feel great for this fight. I went back and actually took a break during the pandemic and I got better. Nice, nice. Good to hear. Robert, same thing, my man. It's been about a year or so since you've been active in the ring. Uh, why don't you tell us about what's been going on this last year? Hold on. We're going to have to have uh, you have to un uh, yeah, unmute your mic. There you go. Sorry, I uh, but no, it's been the same for me. I had a few fights. I just been training. I haven't taken any time off the gym. Um, you know, that's it's, like I said, boxing is a part of me. It's who I am. I'm gonna do this if I fight today or not. Or if this fight gets canceled, I'm gonna still be in the gym. Uh, like that's just who I am. So I mean, that's been it. The pandemic ain't stopping nothing. Antonio, let's talk about your last two fights, my man. Uh, you had you had a great performance uh, in our previous show, and then you went up against a, a tougher opponent your last show, and you, you ended up with a draw. How did that work out, man? How, what did you what did you learn from those two fights, and, and and what did you take away from it? Well, I learned what a El Tigre show was like. I think I was too. I should have sat back and boxed more. I think I was too aggressive. I didn't. I didn't. I like. I like the knockout, but the way I got it, I know I could have got it better. And with um Gabe, it was more like I had to box, and he had a lot of speed. His he had a great jab, so I had to work off his jab and basically to get his time. And I got his time, and I don't feel like to me, I'm a, 
fired up now. I don't feel like it was a draw. I feel like mm -hmm. the first round, yeah, I lost because for that fight, I was supposed to fight someone else who was a southpaw. So for the entire training camp, I trained for a southpaw. And the last minute, the fight got changed because his fight fell out, my fight fell out. So we ended up fighting each other. And he an orthodox, orthodox fast fighter. Who knows whose boxes? The guy that I was going to fight was a southpaw who come forward and basically likes to brawl. So my whole mind state was set on fighting someone like that. And when I got in there with Gabe, I had to adjust. And after the first round, I lost the first round. But I feel like every round after that was mine. So I feel like I won. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't a draw. I know probably he's going to say the same thing. It wasn't a draw for him also. But to me, it wasn't a draw. I lost the first round. I know that. But that came from me not punching, me trying to figure out his speed. Because his jab is, is great. I always say he had a great jab. But his jab is great to where if you don't, you can, he can beat you with a jab. So I had to adjust to his speed and his footwork. And once I did that, it was it was it was easy after that. Taking on that fight last minute, I mean that was you knew it wasn't gonna be no cakewalk. Yeah. Was there was there any apprehensive uh apprehensiveness about picking up that fight the last second? No. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted yeah. it because I yeah, it's like training is like you would fight anybody, whoever they switch you with don't matter. As long as it can happen, it can happen. But I feel like it happens a lot. So I think I'm kind of used to it by now. That's why I respect my opponent, because he don't back down from nothing. But I mean, I I, I feel like Gabe is that. I feel like my opponent, Antonio, is, I, I ain't see the fight, and I ain't pay attention to that. But I don't plan on leading questions like that in the ring this upcoming fight. Yeah. Well, Talking talking about last minute fights, Robert. Your last your last fight against Cobb, you picked that up last minute, and that definitely wasn't no no uh, no cakewalk uh, as far as making the decision on taking the fight. Let's talk about your two last fights. Same sort of same scenario with you. You had a fight here in Houston against Juan Rodriguez. Uh, you had a, a a knockout, which actually won you the uh, knockout of the night. You stepped up. You fought uh, Blair Cobb uh, in uh, California on the zone. Why don't you tell us about that experience and, and what you've learned uh, since then? Uh, what I learned about myself is not to ever wait on my opponent. Just do do exactly what I want to do. Like for this fight, I'm not thinking about what my opponent's doing or what he's not doing. If he's in shape, if he's not in shape. As long as he make weight and test negative for COVID, we got to fight. And I'm going to do what I want to do in the ring. I'm going to control the fight. Uh, I think, like, with that last fight, that's what I learned. Don't wait for him. I waited or I waited too long, thinking so much about the crowd and the stage and all of this and that. When I should have just beat him up like I did the last few rounds with one eye. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've learned from that mistake and I've grown since then. And I think it'll show in these upcoming fights. Watel, why don't you tell us a little about your, your relationship with your coach, man? You got a, a, a phenomenal coach out here, uh, out, out of Houston, James Johnson. Uh, how did that relationship come about and, and how has it been working with him? Well, it's been great. I work with him and uh, Kool Aid, Antonio Ortega. They're both my coaches. So, but. With him, that's great. It's like he's giving me more to use to boxing more and not. I'm more like I'm super aggressive. I just like to fight no matter what. But he's giving me more to I can be I can box or whatever. He's he's taught me like to sit back and pay attention to more things I do. Fight um 
use my jab, establish my jab, set up, go to the body. Me, I just get in there and straight. Usually, I just go straight forward and fight. Like, even with my the fight at El Tigre, he mostly told me, hey, calm down. Like, what you what you resting for is no – because every fighter has that, oh, I want to knock some – like, the whole point of training is to knock someone out. But it's like when you feel like you can do that, it's, just, it's like a – a, uh, a drug like a, a drill in a rush and it's like that what you want to do but when you sit back and relax it's easy like how robert said when you like i fought on um uh, a espn car and i was mostly like with um i think it was salcedo and I forgot the guy salcedo and maurice hooker and like mm-hmm. it was like the drilling it's like different when you're in there it make you want to be like okay, i gotta knock him out because you want that it's feel good to knock someone out who you know been training hard, who you know that's doing the same thing as you, and you get in there and you knock them out is what you want. But when you sit back and relax and understand it's not about knockouts all the time, that it'll come to you if you do exactly what you're supposed to do and listen to your coaches, it just happened. But I learned a lot just from him just listening more and paying attention to be more patient and not over-aggressive. Robert, your relationship with your coach, why don't you talk a little about that? Uh, we tight, man. Um, I think that his history in boxing, his family's history in boxing, uh, shows through me and the rest of my team. Like the knowledge, the know-how, the wherewithal. I think a lot of people, because boxing is so primal, it's fighting at the end of the day. I think that everybody thinks that they could do it. And it's, it's not that easy. There's a method to the madness. Like we have something, we have a plan in mind every round. And I think that's what separates us from everybody else. You know, both of y'all, both of y'all have been training out of here, uh, out of Houston. Antonio, you from Houston, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from Houston. You from Houston. So you guys, you guys are familiar with each other. It's not like you guys are any strangers to each other. You guys have, you know, we we all run within the same circles. Mm -hmm. What do you feel, Antonio, you need to do to be successful? on Saturday night? Um, boxing, uh, be patient, but not patient to while I'm waiting, but boxing, make sure I use my angles, use all my, I'm gonna have to use all my talent. I know he's gonna bring out the best. I know I'm, I'm prepared for the best Robert, basically, because I know he's gonna come. I, I trained alongside him. I know he trains hard, so he's gonna, I wanna, basically this fight is gonna bring out the best in me and also to see, I know it's gonna bring out the best in him, but, I know it's, all I do is box and continue to do what we've been working on in training camp, continue to do that. And and then it should be, as long as I be patient and don't rush and don't try to just be patient, basically. Because Rob is also patient too, but I just got to be patient and box. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on YouTube on the Soapboxing Podcast with a special edition of the Showdown Sound Off between the Houston Hitman, Robert Redman, and Wattel, what, what, what is your, how do you say your, your fighting name? Oh, Supreme. Supreme? Yeah, Supreme. Okay. Yeah. How, what, what, what's your handle on Instagram? And by, uh, and Basquiat of Boxing. Yeah, it's um, Josh Basquiat of Boxing. Basquiat of boxing. I will yeah, like John Michelle Basquiat, the the um artist. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. Well, these two are gonna be going for the uh junior welterweight title. The ABO title is gonna be on the line. It's gonna be eight rounds here in Houston, Texas at the uh Shrine Arena. 
uh, on the next slide up. Make sure you guys go to the website. If you can make it live, show up, get your tickets now, or make sure you check out your uh, pay-per-view options. It's going to be a, a hell of a fight. Robert, same question to you, my man. What, what do you feel you do to be successful on, on Saturday night? Just be the best me. That's really it. Um, I have a plan, which is my only plan is to stop whatever his plan is. So if his plan is to box, <laughs> then I'm going to apprehend that. If his plan is to stand there and fight, I'm going to apprehend that. I'm comfortable everywhere in the ring. You hear so that, Antonio? Yeah, I hear that. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. That's why I love, that's why I, I want this fight. Like, because I know he's a great fighter and I know this is what the city needs. So I'm ready what, will, for what, will, what will a win win what will a win mean for you, Antonio? Um just keep the next focus on the next one and adapt and it'll be great to be the when I have the ABO championship. So that'll show everyone that because I know a lot of times people look at my record and be like you this and that, and I can say all oh, this and by now I'm focused on one fight at a time, basically. And Robert is a great fighter to have that win in my win slide with perfect. Not just, it used to be before I used to try to like show people, hey, my record don't mean anything, but now I'm not focused on it. I'm one fighter at a time. And then they'll see, everyone will see like that means nothing <laughs> at all. Robert, what would a, what would a win, for, uh, win for you, man? Um, this win is going to mean for me the. Man, it's defining because the belt is what's important to me. The win, every fight is important, but this one is significant because I'm coming off of that the zone fight, and you know, trying to get back to that point. It's it takes time. This is a big, um, so like it's gonna mean the the next step in my career. Man, it is gonna go down Saturday night live in Houston, Texas. Uh, get your tickets now. I think they're only going to be doing it at 50% capacity. So if you can't get your tickets, make sure you go to nextfightup.com. Get your pay-per-view link. Uh, and you don't want to miss it. It's going to be for the ABO Junior Welterweight title. Houston Redmond and Antonio Welterweight are going to be going at it. Y'all going to make weight? Antonio, what do you what do you what do you usually fight at? You are you a one forty? Is that where you yeah. you're most comfortable? Yeah, one thirty five. I can make one thirty five, but one thirty five is like I don't really get a lot of. I when I was fighting at one thirty five, I didn't get a lot of fights at one thirty five. They always like pull out last minute or say make an excuse, so I moved up to one forty. Nice. I can fight at one thirty five, so. Robert, how are you feeling at 140? Uh, good, man. I'm, I'm comfortable at this weight. Uh, camp has been really good. I don't feel drained at all. Like I feel, I feel supreme at this weight. I think that 47 <laughs> is big. <for> <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think better spot for me. So you, he seems real confident, Antonio. What, uh, what do you think some of your uh, your opponent's uh, strengths and weaknesses are, are going to be uh, coming into this fight? I think uh, Robert, his overhand right has always been his his strong point, and 
and he likes to his inside. He got a, he got a decent inside game, and then he can he can box too. I know the last time uh we sparred before, and the last time we sparred, he was boxing pretty well. So I think he he's added a lot of dimension to his game, and like. And I've been in a position before, like how he says he's coming out of his own. Like I, ESPN, I was cut to my fight the um, in Conroe. I was coming off a loss. Like I got stopped. And I never, ever been like hurt or anything. I stopped. And that was me coming off that fight. And it was basically like confidence to, it was that the fight was defining me. It was for me. That knockout was for me, basically. Like I was focused on proving something to myself. Like, do I deserve to be in the sport? So I know where he's coming from. So I know he's gonna come. I know he's gonna bring it. It's my job to be there to make sure it don't happen. Robert, what's your response to that, man? What, what, do, you, what do you think your uh, your opponent's uh, strengths and weaknesses are? Um, I, I don't know. I think it'll all come out in the fight. Uh, I like I said, I haven't studied my opponent at all. Um. I didn't know I didn't know that he was coming off a loss from that last KO. I know that. I will say this. Throughout it all, what tell has been like a durable fighter. He's gonna be there. So I'm not like sleeping on him or, or overlooking him at all. I I seen what he do to people with them straight right hands. So I know I know what to watch out for and I know what I need to do and what I don't need to do. I mean I'm not, like I said, I'm focused on me. I, I, the only person that can stop me is me. I feel like that about anybody. Well, it looks like this fight is lined up, ready to go. We all hyped about it. Uh, I know Houston is going to be uh, in for a treat. Please make sure you guys go check out the, uh, the website so you can get your pay-per-view on or, or make it to the fight. How... Uh, I tell you, you got any, any any shout outs, any last words, anything you want to tell all your fans out there uh, in support of your uh, of your fight that's coming up? Come out to the fight. It's going to be a great fight. If you can make it out in person, come out. If you if you can't get the pay-per-view live, it's I think it's like $10, I think, on Next Fight Up, I think. But if not, it's going to be a great show. I'm fighting a, a great – This to me, this is one of my best fights that I have so far, like. I, I'm loving the fight, and I've I've been begging for six rounders. I've been begging for. I've been hating for four rounders. To me, I hate four rounders, but this is like great. Like this new territory for me. I'm fighting a, a great fighter, so I'm gonna put on the show for whoever comes out. I won't disappoint anyone or anything. It's gonna go. be supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, what do you got to tell all your fans out there? about this upcoming fight all of my supporters fans family and friends like thank y'all for following me on the journey this far uh this win this title this win y'all um if you can't if you can't get tickets it's tickets online at nextfightup.com if not just part of the pay-per-view it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome fight man i promise like i'm gonna show out i'm gonna show everything that i've been working on in the gym it's a different me, a different fighter. It's it's gonna be like that every fight. But this this is like this is gonna catapult us all to the next level. Man, everyone out there in internet world, YouTube, we appreciate you guys coming in. We wanted to uh, spend a little bit of time talk about this great fight that's happening this Saturday, November twenty eighth. Our next fight up at the uh, uh, the Arabian Shrine here in Houston, Texas. If it's not too late, go out, get your tickets, 
nextfightup.com. If you can't get tickets, please make sure you check it out on pay-per-view. It's only $10. Uh, the ABO Junior Welterweight title will be on the line. Antonio Watsell versus Robert Redding Jr. is going to go down. Before we leave, though, before we sign off, Watsell, yeah. what's your prediction for this fight? Yeah, I'm going to win. <laughs> there we go. Redman, what's your prediction for this fight? I'm going to win in emphatic fashion. That's how it's going to be. Well, listen, I'm going to win this fight. It is, it is, it is, uh, it is going to be an exciting show. We appreciate you guys coming on one more time. Uh, we're less than six days away. You guys are about to wrap up camp. Uh, and uh, we will see you all Saturday, November 28th. Once again, nextfightup.com. Check it out. And also make sure, please, that, uh, you know, we've been getting a lot of feedback on this thing, Mike, and I can't fix it. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell so that you can uh, get all the uh, notifications uh, for when we go live. If you're born many fresh on this special edition of the uh, Showdown Sound Off, Robert Redman Jr. versus Antonio Wattel, next fight up, November 28th. We will catch y'all then. Until then, gentlemen, good luck. Stay sharp and uh, good luck. All right. Thank you.